0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to my placadian universe. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Um, so (laughs) I, uh, was recently speaking to one of my friends and, um, uh, we recently became friends, uh, simply because he asked me a very important question. Um, and it made me realize that, um, you know, he was, he, he's the real deal. And it made me instantly like him. And so the question he asked me was, you know, we were just talking about racism, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously, um, that's all I talk about. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, he was like, you know, and I said, you know, jokingly that I, you know, don't want to, you know, scare uh, these white people. Um, <laughs> and I said, I don't want to be the angry black woman. And he was like, but why? Like, why? Why not? And I just sat there with that for a moment. And I was like, you know what? Why not? So um, yeah, let's talk about that. I am an introvert. I know, I think I mentioned it before, and it seems crazy because, you know, I am, you know, talking to all of you through this podcast, um, but I'm an introverted extrovert. Uh, Once you get to know me, like, I won't shut up. (laughs) But, um, you know, initially, I think, um, I don't know, I just, I, I, I tend to not be open with everybody not share my stuff with everybody um I don't know it's just how I've been um as my parents would say how she's been since morning uh but that's just you know how I am and I see nothing wrong with that you know what I people are like oh you have to work on being more outgoing I'm like yeah I'm good uh, so, <laughs> it's not something part of my self that I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, improve upon. I think there's nothing wrong with being quiet. Shout out to all the quiet introverts out there. We're doing it, um, just as well as the extroverts. But anyway, um, there. So one of the things that um, always. <sighs> you know I've experienced for such a long time was just being um you know the title of this podcast is, you know, Blackadian, Um just my <laughs> weird um made up word uh to describe my experience of being both black and Canadian, something that, you know, people didn't even think was a thing. Um <laughs> there are, there are black Canadians out there. And, um, you know, I never fit into this box that people created for me. Um, and that in itself just sort of shaped me who, uh, who I am. I'm stubborn enough. I, I come from strong people to be like, you know, whatever, that's their problem, not mine. I wasn't going to be a a stereotype to suit someone's idea of what I should be. You know, I think I talked about how I loved like, you know, John Bon Jovi and that just like, you know, or Led Zeppelin and it just like Broke people's brains, you know, <laughs> um, and then of course when I was like, oh, I'm going to like the Lauren Hill, you know, concert ever, um, you know, people would be like, oh, okay, I get that, you know what I mean? Like there would be no follow up questions when I talked about, you know. Um, <laughs> the, the music, um, you know, that I liked or, you know, other, you know, if I said, oh, I like, you know, rap music, whatever, no one would bat an eye. But the second, you know, someone heard me playing Led Zeppelin my, in my car, then people would be fainting in the streets. It was so crazy. Um, so, you know, I just was like, well, let them deal with it. Cause I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not. Um, I like music. So, um, you know, they made it so that I was somehow wrong. It wasn't their problem. No one ever looked inward. No one ever felt embarrassed or ashamed for asking themselves, you know, why am I so freaked out that um, this person that is, you know, my peer likes something that I like? Why is that so weird to me? No, and they never question it for a second. It was always, you're wrong. You're black. You need to be doing black things, um, not quote unquote white things and that just never really sit well with me so I would always you know be quiet but loud in my resistance by not shying away from it by you know I said like questioning people's questioning of me turning it back on them was in a very polite considerate nice way was always my way of um challenging these ideas. Um, I, I know, uh, I talk about people that, you know, did the opposite. Um, I think of, you know, being in high school and I had talked about this gentleman that was just so, um, determined. I, I went to a predominantly white school to just erase his, um, his, color. He just did not want to be a person of color. And, you know, I <laughs> doubled down. I don't want to say double down. I just, I just was, I wanted to be myself. And so, um, and I thank God found my people and surrounded myself with the people that, you know, supported that. Of course, there was always the exception, but I, um, back to my friend recently who just asked me that genuine question. So, There's, I always say that there's two Denise's. There's like the Denise in my life, and then there's like professional me. And somehow, as I've gotten older and worked in predominantly white work environments, I find that I have somehow been, and even though I'm doing this work, I'm thank God I'm so, uh, feel so lucky. Um, to be and blessed to be doing, you know, equity work, um making equity for for everybody, any disadvantaged group. Um so I'm obviously talking about racism, inequities, and accessibility all the time. And somehow I have come to this default setting of always being very nice. And that's, you know, obviously it's work. You have to be nice, but also extra nice. Like I feel like in, if I was talking about any other subject, I would probably be a little bit more firm and authoritative, um, than I am when I'm dealing with equity and racism. And it's just, you know, so I, I thought, why am I having that default setting? Because, you know, Stephen, uh, my friend was just saying that like, um, why? (laughs) He's like, these are upsetting things. These are upsetting topics. And we are, you know, having this sort of grassroots kind of thing through the organization to sort of have this, um, this sort of passionate talk. So he was just like, why can't you talk about something? You know, we're sharing a personal experience that was upsetting to you. You know, why, you know, make it more, you know, not bland, but just sort of like taking that passion out of it because it's anger. And I am like, you know, the angry black woman. And I thought, oh my God, why am I doing it? I think um, I've been taught that it won't be well received. As a black woman, we all put up with, a lot of garbage. (laughs) I I can't think of a better way of saying it. We are, we are so, 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 um, vilified. Um, and, um, we're reduced down to We're dehumanized for having very human reactions to being treated so poorly. So when the whole, you know, culture of racism is telling you that you are not good enough, that you're not um, beautiful, that you're not intelligent, that you're not worthy, that you're not worthy of love, that you are um, less than, And, you know, even though your style and fashion and attitude is revered to be borrowed and taken and used by other women on you, it is somehow less, you know, people will copy your styles, people will copy your hair, people will copy your manner of speech, your talk, your nails, your makeup, your clothing, all of that looks good on other women, but not on black women. So, you know, we just are bombarded with that all the time, all the time. We're just taking, take from us our greatness, our excellence, our creativity, our beauty is all celebrated in others, but not in ourselves. It's always a negative when it's, when you see a Black woman exhibiting things that are a part of our culture, that's a negative. If you see it in someone else, it's a positive. We have to eat that garbage every single day of our lives. And so when women rise above it. Um I think Janet Jackson like years ago said something so of this example that you know black women are just made of something special. We're just a special there's something that we get up every single day and we just rise above it and we still are you know brilliant and excellent and you know I was like plotting and shouting you know just remember like being in the house with like my sister and my mom and we were just like whooping (laughs) and just be like yes tell them tell them um (laughs) so you know it's just that thing where you know that's part of my Existence, they're never gonna, you know, wear us down. Never, ain't gonna happen ever. Um, so, you know, we're just, we have that is something special, that je ne sais quoi, um, as they say. But um, so the fact that, you know, we have to constantly rise against this battle, I know that if I have a hint of an attitude of anger, People are going to shut down. They've been tra- they've been taught too. They've been taught too that anything I say that isn't spoon fed and sugar coated to them is no longer of value. I have to um, I have to be better than human to be treated as human, and that means that I cannot show anger when it's completely warranted. But me being me, I was not going to let that stop me. I was going to be quiet, but also loud. There's something so evil about silencing someone in our voice. I think it's something that all human beings need to be heard. It's, I think, one of our basic necessities. It's like, you know, food, water, air being heard. And one of the great evils of white supremacy is taking that voice away from people, taking away that history, rewriting and shaping history to serve them. And um, I, I think that's uh, just one of the ills of uh, white supremacy. So I was going to, me not speaking my mind is never an option. I mean, look at my work. I'm you know talking about this kind of equity work and I'm doing this all the time, saying it really nicely, but I'm still saying it. And that's the point. (laughs) I thought, I thought, I I was thinking, should I feel bad about it? Should I be yelling when I want to yell? Um, Unfortunately, 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 that's just not the world we live in. And it's not the way I do things. You know, I thought, this is just who I am. And so this is what I was telling, you know, uh, my friend is that I think I would have taken this approach regardless because my anger, my passion, is f- not for me. But it's just I don't share that self part of myself immediately with somebody because, as I said before, I'm an introvert. I would have taken this approach in a room full of strangers, and I'm talking about something that's near and dear to me. I'm not going to show them my cards first until they show me who they are. Who I'm dealing with. Do you know what I mean? I want to know who I'm, who's in the room with me, who's an ally. And then, you know, as we get to know each other, as we establish a relationship, as we go on, then you get to see the passion, but you won't get to write me off. You won't get to judge me immediately, dismiss out of hand what I said, because I showed my passion about something, what I'm Really passionate about. The, my passion will be immediately construed as anger because, again, as a black woman, I'm not allowed to have real human emotions. So, you don't get to use that against me. You're not going to use a tool of racism and white supremacy against me immediately just so I can be my authentic self. That's not where we're starting. It's just like any other conversation. Like when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, as I said, I'm going to be reserved. I'm not going to immediately tell them all my business. <laughs> <laughs> when I first met them, I was like, nah, nah. And the same thing when we're talking about racism. We're going to, you know, I'm going to suss you out. We're going to get a little sense of who you are, what I'm dealing with, what tact I'm going to use to reach you, to change your mind, if it needs changing. I want to see who you are, how, what you believe, and what you think of me, if you value my opinion or are you just here because work told you to be here. You know what I mean? Like, there are people's minds who... <sighs> You know, it's going to be set. It's going to take a different tact. For some people, I'm going to be, they're going to be open and willing. And they're going to be like, just lay it on me, Denise. Like, give me the, sus you know, the reality of it. People are further along in their journeys of self-awareness and, you know, of racism and systemic barriers and their own privilege. People are different. And so I said... I I would probably take this approach regardless because it's so important to me, it's so close to my heart that I just don't, you know, immediately share that with everybody. And so, and I I thought, you know what, it's, it's, it's true because I, I don't want, um, I didn't want to feel that I was being oppressed somehow in my anti-oppression work and I was thinking and I stopped and I thought about it and I was like oh my gosh I should be and I was like next meeting we have I'm going in guns blazing I'm just like yelling at everybody and then I was like wait a minute no no wait I'm not I'm that that's not me that's just not my approach for some people that's how it is that's how it's gonna work that's how they show their passion and that's absolutely okay but I said I think for me it would have always been this way. But what's, diff- what's absolutely 100% true is that I'm never not going to be working, trying, talking, speaking. I'll never be silenced. No matter how I have to say it, I'm gonna say it. And I'll never, ever, ever, ever be quiet on this issue until there's equity for everybody. And that's, that's what's, what matters. So I'll end by saying that quiet but loud sort of been my mantra, mantra, uh, all this time. It was actually going to be the title of uh, this podcast. I went through many, (laughs) uh, drafts, but, um, I, uh, I really, I really like, um, that I can be excited about something, that I can be, you know, show a different way to lead change. I think um, one of the things about being an introvert is that people have really only recently clued into the fact that we can be change makers, that people will follow us, that we can be leaders um, and doing it in a quiet way. Um, When I first got uh, hired... Um, one of my first bosses, who's amazing. Uh, we're still friends now, and I I talk about it all the time. Where, um, you know, she we just built a relationship. I literally followed her around in different organizations because you know I just was like, I can work. I don't even care what I'm doing as long as I'm working with her. It's going to be a good time. Um, so we worked <laughs> each other different times, different jobs, roles, whatever. Um and she was wonderful. Just, you know, just paying it forward, completely promoting me all the time. She was just instrumental in helping me build my career early on. Um, But uh, she, you know, (laughs) one of the things she said about me, and I've used it a lot, is just that, you know, she said, I love when Denise yells at people because they don't even know they never expect it, they don't even know what's happening. And they're going to have to listen harder to get told off. And I laughed because, uh, and frankly, it's something I've said a lot to people that, you know, and it's sort of like a thing, but it's true. I think um, people are always surprised, um, again, because I'm a little more soft spoken than I think how I present myself on this Uh, podcast, I'm a little more, you know, using my real voice, but, you know, in outside, in the outside world, especially at work, I'm, you know, a little more soft spoken, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to be heard. It's not going to mean that you're going to stomp all over me. Um, Again, that perfect mix of introverted, extroverted. Um, So you are going to have to listen up when I tell you off, (laughs) you're going to have to, you know, uh, maybe lean in a little bit when I tell you that what you said was super racist. Um, but I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. And I think that's, um, that's one of the things that, uh, I, I see no problem with and, um, I, I actually like it about myself. And also I think, um, I also like that I've reached um, so many people um, with this approach Uh, and I forever am going to be quiet and loud. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.